It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, evacuations underway. The border from Gaza into Egypt now open. Ambulances seen carrying out the first evacuees. What it means for those looking to get out, including some Americans. We're live on the ground with the latest. Then cabin confrontation this morning. New details emerging about a pilot charged after allegedly threatening to shoot the captain mid-flight. Tom Costello has the story straight ahead. Plus, joining forces, Katie Couric and Jean Trebek are teaming up to raise awareness for a cause that's close to their hearts. I think this really coincides with his character, his spirit of helping others and, and finding the right answers. How they're honoring their loved ones and searching for a cure straight ahead. And all dressed up. After we rocked the plaza, we're taking a look at the craziest and most creative celebrity Halloween costumes. The Tricks and Treats coming up in Pop Start today, Wednesday, November 1st, 2023. On a girl's trip to celebrate our graduation. Sending love to my parents watching in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Visiting from Swanee, Georgia. East Greenwich, Rhode Island. And Westwood, Massachusetts. Claremont, California. On my first trip to New York. I flew 926 miles to come to the Today Show. How about that? Thanks. Commitment. I love it. Glad to have you with us. Great crowd out there. Oh, little mama to be out there on our plaza. Looking forward to saying hello. Yes, we do. Well, looking ahead to tomorrow, guys, we'll have some encouraging news for people who want to start a family. Fertility treatments can be costly, but now... Some companies are actually providing benefits to part-time workers. Vicki Wynn will have details, and she'll also share one woman's inspiring story that'll be tomorrow on today. Oh, looks like a good one. Meantime, it's a busy morning, so let's get to your news at 8 o'clock. There is finally a way out of Gaza for severely injured Palestinians and other foreign nationals trapped by the war. In the meantime, a massive Israeli airstrike on a refugee camp is also making headlines this morning. NBC's Megan Fitzgerald joins us with the very latest. Megan, good morning. Savannah, good morning. Ambulances have already started making their way across the Rafah border crossing and into Egypt. But right now, we know some of the 80 patients are already undergoing urgent medical procedures. And we're already seeing dual nationals cross into Egypt trying to escape the horrors. This morning, the gates of the Rafah border crossing are open for the first time to civilians desperate to get out of Gaza. After a deal brokered with Egypt, a first batch of around 500 foreign nationals, including Americans, being led across the border. And at least 80 severely injured Palestinians are being rushed across the border and taken by ambulances to be treated at Egyptian hospitals. As devastation is growing inside Gaza after the deadly strike at a refugee camp, the Israeli military saying it killed a ringleader of the October 7th massacre by Hamas when over 1,400 Israelis were killed. A nearby Hamas-run hospital says dozens were killed and hundreds wounded. NBC News can't independently verify those numbers. Aid trucks are still entering Gaza via that southern crossing. Even though these trucks packed with life-saving aid are making their way across the border faster, the U.N. warns it's not fast enough to stave off a humanitarian crisis of epic proportion. Food and water quickly running out and fuel still not allowed to cross inside. Two more hospitals warning they will run out of gas today, putting thousands more in jeopardy of dying. A terrifying reality for millions trapped inside with no signs of the war stopping anytime soon. 
And for the second time in the last five days, Gaza has been disconnected from telecommunications and the Internet, basically disconnecting them from the rest of the world. Guys. All right, Megan Fitzgerald in Egypt for us this morning. Thank you. We now turn to a disturbing story. A commercial pilot indicted for allegedly threatening to shoot the captain during the flight. The altercation between the co-pilot and the plane's captain came after a disagreement over whether to divert the flight for a passenger's medical event. NBC's Tom Costello covers aviation for us. Tom, what do we know about this? Hoda, good morning. This happened a year ago, but the pilot involved has just now been indicted. Now, the Department of Transportation's inspector general says the pilot who worked for Delta Airlines and is identified as James Dunn allegedly threatened to shoot the captain multiple times if he diverted the plane for a passenger's medical emergency. Dunn is now charged with one count of interfering with a flight crew. The indictment reads he used a dangerous weapon in assaulting and and intimidating the crew member. The inspector general says Dunn was authorized to carry a firearm through the TSA's Federal Flight Deck Officer Program in the cockpit. The IG does not say which flight was involved or whether the plane did divert for the medical emergency. The TSA says Dunn has since been removed from the Flight Deck Officer Program. Delta says it's refraining from commenting on the matter, but will confirm that this first officer is no longer employed at Delta. The indictment comes after another Another recent in-flight altercation, an off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot riding in the cockpit jump seat accused of trying to shut down the engines of the Horizon Airlines passenger plane. Joseph Emerson pleaded not guilty in an Oregon courtroom last week to the state charges against him. 83 counts of attempted murder, another 83 for reckless endangerment. He's also facing a federal crime of interfering with a flight crew. Emerson allegedly told police he was suffering from a mental health emergency and had consumed psychedelic mushrooms 48 hours before the flight. He's scheduled to make another court appearance today in Oregon. Hoda. All right, Tom Costello for us on that story in D.C. Tom, thank you. Meanwhile, this morning, soap opera fans are remembering Emmy-winning star Tyler Christopher. His former co-star, Maurice Bernard, uh, revealed last night that Christopher died yesterday following a cardiac event in his San Diego apartment. Christopher played Nicholas Cassadine on General Hospital from 1996 to 2016. He later starred on the NBC soap opera Days of Our Lives. He was an advocate for mental health and addiction treatment who talked openly about his own struggles. Tyler Christopher was just 50 years old. Ladies, hope you didn't get your fill of sweets last night. No, no, never. I'm told that Carson Daly's got a special, very special post-Halloween treat coming up on Popstar. Really? Is it edible? Yes, it is. Okay, but first. Now you got excited. I I did. I was like, I want to make sure. Okay, we're going to share a really powerful conversation with Gene Trebek and Katie Couric. They really bonded having lost their husbands to cancer pretty young. And Gene is now carrying on Alex Trebek's legacy of helping others in a big way. So we will hear from them right after this. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with Emily Blunt to talk about the award season chatter around her performance in Oppenheimer, her pension for napping anytime, any place, and a question from her husband, John Krasinski. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. 
I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. November is Pancreatic Cancer Awareness Month. Every year, more than 60,000 people are diagnosed and 50,000 will die of the disease. The cancer is notoriously difficult to detect, and the five-year survival rate for pancreatic cancer is just 12%. In 2019, Alex Trebek, the beloved longtime host of Jeopardy!, told the world he, too, had been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And America watched as he fought the disease with courage and with grace and continued to work on the show right until his final days. Well, now Alex's wife, Jean, has joined forces with Stand Up to Cancer, to support scientists working on better screening and treatment options for pancreatic cancer. And she joined some of Alex's colleagues to remember his public and private battle in a new video announcing the fund. Take a look. People were shocked and right away they were sending so many notes, so many emails, so many sweet gifts. Jeopardy was uh, such an important thing in his life, you know, that no matter how he was feeling, no matter how rough the treatments were, he could come in here and he would still be Alex Trebek. Alex would go back in the dressing room in a state that no one would think someone could come out and host Jeopardy. And sure enough, Alex would come out as if nothing had happened. Well, Jean Trebek is with us now, along with one of Stand Up co-founders and a familiar face, Katie Crook. Good morning to both of you mm. ladies. Thanks, Hi, Savannah. Savannah. It's so good to mm. see you, Jean. It's you hard too. to look back on, on those moments. And um, Alex was so, so brave. How are, You yeah. have been brave. It's been three years almost. I know. It's been three years. I cannot believe the time has gone by so fast. Um, How are Matthew and Emily, your kids, doing? How are you guys doing you know, it has been certainly a transition for us. I think Alex represented such a great structure for our family and just, you know, recreating ourselves without this, this fabulous presence that really guided us a lot. So, yeah, but we're good. It's, we are good. It, it's hard to learn how to be a new family, which some, in yeah. some ways that happens when you lose someone. Of course, right. you lost your sister, Emily, to pancreatic cancer. You've been a warrior on this, Katie, for so, so long. How did you get to know Jean and how did this fund come about? Well, when Alex was diagnosed, I reached out to the Jeopardy team just to say, I have access to a lot of scientists and researchers and volunteering to help in any way I could. And of course, I've known Alex through the years. We co-hosted this Cherry Blossom Festival Parade in Washington, Mm -hmm. D.C. That was a number of years ago. And, you know, I, I loved and revered him like everyone else. So, uh, when he lost his battle with pancreatic cancer, I reached out to Jean because having lost my husband, Jay, I really understood what it was like to lose someone you love so much and to actually watch them suffer through this disease. So we just got to be friends and I just wanted to support her in any way I could. And we started talking about Alex's legacy and how we could honor him. And that's when the idea of this fund came came well, about. I, I have to think that Alex would just love this because he was such a learner. He was so into science. Yeah. What does it mean to you, Jean, to, to be part of this this work in Alex's honor and to, and to Matthew and Emily, your kids? Yeah, I think we're really uh, glad to support finding a cure. This was something that Alex actually would champion. He loved a good challenge. He was very curious. 
he loved to know the answers, both at Jeopardy and at home. <laughs> and I think this really coincides with his character, his spirit of helping others and and finding the right answers. In the form of a question. Always in the form of a question. You also have done this fund in honor of Barbara Hanania. She was a cinematographer who died of the disease. Tell me about her and what that contribution is. Well, her estate has been has made a very significant donation as well. Jean launched the fund. And obviously, we want to grow it because we want to support as much science as we can. And so their contribution has been wonderful. And then I'm making a, a donation in honor of my sister, Emily, who you mentioned died at just 54 mm-hmm. of pancreatic cancer as she was on the cusp of a, of a brilliant political career in the state of Virginia. There's hope on the horizon. What are some of the things that you've learned about that you're excited about? Well, there, you know, I think with all cancer, the uh, big area is liquid biopsies, which is a fancy way of saying a blood test, which can really recognize microscopic cells and get cancer at a very early stage. That's hard with pancreatic because the pancreas is very insulated and it, it doesn't spill a lot of DNA into the blood. So that's a challenge. But also vaccines are really exciting, really um, educating the immune system to recognize pancreatic, pancreatic cancer and, re- and, and sort of reawakening it to fight the disease. So there are a number of vaccines on the horizon. And with AI, I think we're going to be hearing much more about personalized vaccines. So it's a very exciting time, but we, you know, science takes money and that's why we're establishing this fund. Well, Jean, you contributed mightily on behalf of Alex. Is there a part of this where when you're able to just put some purpose to Mm -hmm. the pain that you've been through, is that healing or comforting in any way? Yeah, absolutely. I think, Doing something creative or proactive really helps the healing journey. So uh, I can't thank Katie enough for spearheading this with me, but really you have been the the genius behind this. I don't know yes, about that, you but are. you know, I mean, I think that it is very cathartic, Savannah, when you experience a tremendous loss and feel so powerless in the face of a disease like this to channel your energies into, you know, supporting science that will prevent it from happening to other families, hopefully one day. I mean, having gone, lost your, your husband, Jay, so young as well, you've made right. it your life's mission. You've done such good work. I feel like I've hit every <laughs> organ, colon, <laughs> breast, now the pancreas. <laughs> and listen, keep going. I just want to mention if people want to contribute, Savannah, yeah. they can go to standuptocancer.org backslash the Alex Trebek fund. Jeopardy is going to be promoting this. So you're not going to be able to get away from (laughs) our talking about this fund. And November 8th is also the third anniversary of Alex's death. So next week, it's a great way to honor him. Yes. I hope people will. And you can find more information about pancreatic cancer. It's on our website today.com. Ladies, thank Mm -hmm. you. Thanks, Savannah. Al, over to you. All right. Thanks so much, Savannah. Well, our friends in the Pacific Northwest have a one-two punch coming. Atmospheric river setting up tonight. Storm one moves into Thursday night. And then the second storm comes in early Saturday. This atmospheric river over the next 36 hours will bring the heaviest rain tonight. Gusty winds along the coast. Some places may see upwards of six inches of rain between Newport all the way up to Seattle. So we're watching that very closely. Rest of the country, beautiful sunshine through Southern California into the plains. Texas, a fire risk with windy conditions down there. Very dry conditions. Morning frost and freeze. 
mid-Atlantic states into the northeast. Snow showers, the leeward side of the Great Lakes, on into upstate New York and parts of New England. As you head out the door, don't forget, take us with you. Today's show, Radio Sirius XM, Channel 108, so you don't miss the best time of the morning. Let's go. Let's go. Lots to get to a pop start, especially a treat for all of you guys at the end of it. So let's get right in. We'll take a look back at yesterday's spooky celebrations. I think we set the bar pretty high for costumes out there uh, with our big party on the plaza. But let's see how Hollywood measured up after we did our little fun there with Blake. Um, here's some celebs with the most creative creations. We got to talk about Heidi Klum. Oh, she's Lord. like the queen of Halloween. Oh, the model, is, she's famous for her epic Halloween transformations. This year, she must have been auditioning to be our mascot at NBC. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to some of, of our friends at Cirque du Soleil, she became this incredible oh, peacock, which is unbelievable. Wow, did she do that at every house? Uh, yeah, that's Carrie Washington, or maybe Sha'Carri, I should say, the uh, scandal actress, dead ringer for track star. Shakari oh, Richardson. Oh, oh, yeah, very God. good. Cute. Dwayne The Rock Johnson traded in his beautiful bald head for David Beckham's iconic <laughs> Manchester United era locks. He even got David's uh, stamp of approval as he posted a bunch of the pictures on social media, <laughs> writing, looking good, man. I know what I'm going as next year. <laughs> one last one. Marvel star Simu Liu, the actor posing online oh. with a New York Jets t-shirt and crutches oh. after recently revealing that he tore his Achilles oh. in real life. Wow. So Liu wrote, your boy went a little too method this Halloween. <laughs> Here's to a speedy recovery for me and Aaron Rodgers. Cute. That was cute. So cool. that was, glad to see he's on the mend. And again, happy Halloween to everybody. Halloween is over. We're going to get right to the next Holiday. Holiday. Okay. Thanksgiving. Okay. Yes. We have a big announcement here, a Popstart exclusive that the Thanksgiving, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade right here on NBC, the annual celebration is going to feature a performance by the legendary Cher. Oh, wow. This Are you How about that booking? The Grammy winner is going to help usher in the holiday season along with the best of Broadway. That's such a great show. They got the Rockettes. Yes. I've so read and Vogue's going to be, Bell Biv DeVoe's going to no. be on Really Bell cool. Yes. B-B-B. The 97th. That's Macy's Thanksgiving yeah. Day. That poison. poison. Yeah. That airs on NBC and, of course, over in Peacock. <laughs> sure. And just in case Cher uh, calls in sick that day, we got to replace it. <laughs> yes. If you need to, Cher, no one will know. That was timely. That was, timely. That was That's beautiful. Yeah, give, give us your Cher oh. laugh. I look up the hole. I don't know. <laughs> That's good though. I, mouth. I have zero on shares. Don't zero. you love the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Yes. It is every memory as a child going into the kitchen. My yeah. mom would have it on. Yep. I could smell the Jimmy Dean sausage. Yeah. Making the, it's like all wrapped up. Yeah. The holiday season Every, yes. starts with everything. It. Right. It's a must-have Such, such on. an honor to do that. Uh, next up is Taylor Swift. I don't think I remember. She hosted SNL back in 2009. Oh. This week, uh, former SNL head writer Seth Meyers was on the Howard Stern Show okay. and revealed, told a great story about how that all came together. In particular, Taylor's mom. Here's a 19-year-old who, again, nobody is really helping out. Nobody gave her a manual of how to do that show. And yet, she came to us and said, I wrote a song for the opening monologue. And I remember saying, oh, God, that's great. And she said, can I play it for you? And so we brought Taylor into Lauren's office. And it was maybe me and Lauren and one other person. And Howard, she sings this song, which is not only, you know, a beautiful song, uh, by a beautiful singer. It's a perfect SNL monologue. Yeah, he went wow. on to say, like, what wow. we had written for her 
was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and Amazing. 10 years ago, she came in in like perfect package and she wrote it herself. Oh, that's Another awesome. Another little thing to love Taylor about. And she, ho- she hasn't hosted since 2009. It's time. Maybe it's time. It's for time. She was oh, just yeah. there. Finally, yeah. bring it on in, boys. Come on. Trolls announced today the animated movie from our sister company, Universal Pictures. They did Ooh. a collab with Shake Shack Thank you, for God. a little series of Thank holiday you, flavored treats inspired they? by the characters oh of Trolls. Let me walk you through some of these things Flavor here. Mama's some of the here. shakes. Grab one all. What's this okay. one? Oh yeah. my gosh. There's a nice this. batch. Okay, here are the flavors. Poppy sugar cookie shake. That's got cookie dough this and cotton that. candy. Uh-huh. Branches chocolate oh peppermint shake with vanilla and That's chocolate custard, mint fudge, mm. and mint candy crunch. This is very thick. Viva's cinnamon roll shake this made with cinnamon roll frozen custard, gold frosting, and gold confetti. Buddy the Elf would love all of this. I think I've got the cinnamon roll. This is delish. These shakes are available at Shake Shack and Trolls Band together. Hits theaters Friday, November 17th. Next level. Enjoy. Carson. Well done. The cinnamon roll one is killer. So good. Which one's that? Try this one too. Mm. Oh, that's frozen. All right. Check it out, guys. We've got Meg Ryan. We've got David Duchovny in the house. They are starring in a new rom-com. Meg's first in almost 20 years. Can't wait to hear all about it. We have an amazing yeah. crowd out here. Uh, a little rain. Yeah. A little rain. We don't, we don't care. No big deal. We don't care. Uh, somebody, wait, somebody stole her phone. Can you bring her phone back to... <laughs> you got your phone? I mean, you flew 926 miles. Wait, from where? Wait. Wait, are we really long lost twins? Yes. Hold on. Come next to me. Let's see. Uh, like I can see a family. Hold on. Zoom uh, that's good. Two gorgeous You're ladies. Like my daughter. I love. Do people say that a lot? You look like Hoda. A lot. Well, that's a compliment. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. happy you're here. Unless you, at least you get a reservation out of it at a nice. Yeah, restaurant. exactly. <laughs> use your use your power for evil. Yes, yes. Guys, we have really big news to share. Oh yeah. One yeah. week from today. K-pop sensation Ooh. Jungkook will be what? taking what? over the plaza for a live concert. Oh, wow. You guys, just fair warning. Yes. It it's going to be packed. It'll be insane. It's going to be insane. This could be the biggest no idea yeah. how big that's going to be. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. People don't BTS. know, right? People don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Magic touch that's right there. Don't BTS. Uh, but he does have a solo career that's going off huge right now. Uh, smashing all sorts of records. I don't know if we're playing, I think we're playing seven, one of his big hits right now. Just reached a billion streams on Spotify. Uh, probably the quickest to get to that mark in history. It's going to be an insane performance. Join us. It's next Wednesday, November 8th. Wow, right here. That'll be good. People are going to be, I bet you, camped out starting on Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. All right, meantime, guys got a lot ahead this morning, including Meg Ryan and David Duchovny. They're going to tell us what it's like starring in a brand new rom-com together. It's Meg's first in nearly two decades. Wow. All right. And then Adriana Brock is standing by with a new batch of today's bestseller, some essentials for the fall season for your home, your wardrobe, and your beauty routine as well. That's right. And then coming up on the third hour, we've got a true icon, 10-time Grammy winner. Say it with me. Shaka Khan. 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 Let me rock you. Shaka Khan. Love her. She's going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's right. Yeah. 
We right. love that. Out do the weather like that. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan, Chaka Khan. Okay, let's take a look at the weekend. Weekend. Show you what's going on. On. A cold start on Friday. There's lots of sunshine. Above average highs in the midsection of the country. Few showers in the Pacific Northwest. That mild air spreads east on, on Saturday. Look for a flood risk in the Pacific Northwest, Northern California. And then Sunday. Sunday! Sunny and mild. It's going to be great weather for the New York City Marathon. Mountain snows out west. More rain in the Pacific Northwest. Sunny skies through the mid-Ohio and Mississippi River Valleys into the southwest and Gulf Coast. Oh, 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 oh it's cold. Oh. <laughs> we love it. Oh, all right, Al. All right. How cool is this? <clears throat> We're going to sit down. <clears throat> excuse me. With the stars of the new rom-com, what happens later? Meg Ryan, David Duchovny in our studio. But first, this is today on NBC. <laughs> In France, in the 13th century, a teenager ascends the throne. He seems calm, collected, and as it happens, drop-dead gorgeous. But looks can be deceiving, and no one is ready for the death, destruction, and chaos that lie ahead. Step inside the reign of one of the Middle Ages' most cold-blooded rulers on This Is History presents The Iron King, available wherever you get your podcasts. Listen up, true crime fans. There's a big murder trial underway. Dateline is launching a new podcast with Andrea Canning. Welcome to Dateline True Crime Weekly. We'll cover breaking crime news around the country with the best reporters on the case, NBC News analysts, and Dateline producers on the ground. Break it down for us. You'll get behind-the-scenes scoops from crime scenes to courtrooms. Tell us what he said. Listen to Dateline True Crime Weekly now and catch new episodes every Thursday. Wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. Two of Hollywood's biggest stars are sharing the screen. There's a new film coming out this Friday. It's called What Happens Later. I am talking about Meg Ryan and David Duchovny. They play exes who reunite kind of unexpectedly for the first time in more than 20 years when they become stranded overnight in an airport. It kind of forces them to confront a whole host of unresolved issues. First of all, we have to say we haven't had a lot of uh, actors and actresses in because of the SAG strike, but sure. you guys are able to be here. Will you just yes, we yes. do SAG that? for that. Yeah. yeah. What, yeah. what, how did that work out? They gave you like kind of a waiver? We have a yeah. waiver. Okay. Because uh, the company that we made it with and is bringing it out is not a struck company. Okay, well. got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so this is very cool. First of all, Meg, you wrote, directed, starred in it. Co-wrote. Co-wrote. Yes. You didn't initially want to star no. in it yourself. Who were you thinking about playing your character? Uh, apparently, it's bad form to say that. <laughs> oh, it is? <laughs> yeah, but we didn't get her. You didn't get her? And so we had to have me. <laughs> and then... Then we got it's David. not bad form to talk about all was the other David, guys no. that you want. Was David your first me. choice? Yes. Absolutely not. And if, not, yes. if David said no, who would you have been looking for? I can't. For? I really can't say. She no. would not have made the movie. No, really? you would not have done it. Okay. I feel like we need a rom com, Meg. I feel like the timing of this yeah. is perfect. Yeah, and it, ha- it is. It is. A, I always. I actually think of it as a love story with rom com elements. Uh-huh. It's definitely fun, but it's. It's. Yeah. A, how about you, David? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say? I think you know it. it it's. It has a, a bit of melancholy to it because it's. It, we're older, yeah. you know. And we're looking yeah. back at love in a way and rediscovering it. So. 
There's a lot of different vectors in the film. It's not just like the bloom of first love, but it's it's almost like a remembrance of that and also a re-blooming, which is not a word, but... It is, it is now. Yes, it is now. So when Meg called and said, I'd like you to do this, were you an instant yes? Yes, of course. Yeah, before yeah. the script or just... Um, I think probably, yeah, probably it was, yeah, I don't but know. I did read the script and then we talked and, and we yeah. kind of workshopped it together for a long time on zoom. We would just read over the script yeah. with one another, talk and, around it, talk about it, talk about our lives, talk yeah. about the script. And then it sort of evolved and evolved and evolved the characters evolved, the situation evolved. There's a whole magical element in the movie that evolved oh. a magical reality. Yeah. How is it? Um, directing someone who's such an accomplished actor. I mean, do you say, David, I've got notes? She wouldn't know. You don't know. She wouldn't know. <laughs> I don't know. She doesn't really I, know. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, but you don't, actually. You, you don't? Know? And there's just, you know. You, know what? you don't direct me? No. I'm, 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 no, I'm undirectable. You're undirectable? No, yeah. he doesn't need it. So wait, tell, but, okay, you tell me, what was Meg like as a director? When, when she needed something changed, how did she explain that to you? In you know, way? it... it, it the, the gift was she was also acting with me. So I think ah. some sometimes she kind of direct acted, you know, like mm-hmm. she, if it was a change or, or, or just a change in feeling that she mm-hmm. wanted, I think she would act it. And because we're reactive actors, we're very reactive, I, I seem to be saying the same word over and over uh-huh. um, <laughs> that she would manipulate me, not manipulate in that way, but, you know, kind of move me into a different area. It, kind of, it was Is really that right? fun. No, <laughs> because we what was fun about it for me yeah. is like when you're directing, you have a micromanage, yeah. micromanaging mind when yeah. you're and my character is a really loose and kind of very flaky. Yeah. And it was a relief to kind of play her. He plays a um, David plays a much more cons- kind of like conservative Uptight. guy. So what we weren't able to look at playback or anything like that. So when I got to the editing room, I could see what David was doing. <laughs> That's what you do. Like behind her back. Like behind my back. <laughs> I love how y'all yeah. shot this in a real functioning airport. Yeah. Yeah. Like there was like, were these, the, yeah. they weren't extras. These were people no. who were we going some to the extras, airport. But for the most part, we shot in Northwest Arkansas and there yeah. were days where we had to use the real folks in the airport. So how did that work? We not, just not had to so wing well. it. How? Not like, so no. Well. No, you would have people talk to us in the middle of our long walk and right. talks and yeah. just and try to ignore them and yeah. hope that they weren't on. Like, I really just hope for the best. But like, OK, that takes not, not so good. Now. Maybe we won't use that. But we would do eight minute long takes and oh, it was yeah. fun. I love those days. Yeah. What do you think about finding love later in life for real? Oh, no, we never thought about that. We made a whole movie about it. Yeah. These guys are looking back. These guys are looking back trying to make sense of a life actually not lived with one another. And yeah. they have this sort of yeah. sort of subtextual question, which I think people might be able to relate to, which is why didn't you love me enough? Why didn't we, uh-huh. why didn't it work? And they kind of connect and disconnect and connect again. And it's the story of that. I think what's fascinating about it is that we, we broke up when we were in college and we broke up for specific reasons, but it turns out that those reasons were kind of false assumptions. Yeah, they were wrong. And then we lived our lives almost in reaction to, you know, I'm not going to do that again. Right. Yeah. And then and to then come back and found out yeah. the truth. Yeah. 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 They, got, they finally get their facts straight. Yeah. I can't believe this is the first time you guys have worked together. I know. I know. It's beautiful. We've been I waiting know. for this rom-com. <laughs> it comes out when? Friday? <laughs> This Friday. Friday, yeah. Friday. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Meg Ryan, David Duchovny, thank you guys for stopping by. Thanks, Hoda. What happens later? This is in theaters on Friday. Again, thanks, guys. Savannah, thank you, over to you. I'm in. All right, guys. Thank you. Coming up next, Adriana Brock is here to take us shopping for bestsellers, including a comfy pair of pants that just might replace your favorite leggings. But first, this is today on NBC.
We are back, 844. We've got today bestsellers and this morning, affordable fall favorites from fashion to beauty to home improvement. We've got it all. Our guide is Shop Today editorial director, Adriana Brock, and you can shop everything you see. Just simply scan our QR code. Adriana, good morning. Hey, good morning. Okay, fall favorites. This looks like a warm, cozy fall favorite. shirt. These are bestsellers that our team has tried and loved and they're great. They're going to take you through your wardrobe, your beauty routine, and your home routine. So getting started with this corduroy short shirt, right now it's all about the shacket. I don't know if you've heard about this trend. No, the shacket? It combines the best of both worlds, a jacket and a shirt. Okay. So it's a little bit more, I see. more heavyweight than your typical button-down shirt. But you can layer it, which is really good this time of year when the weather's sort of transitioning. Now, what's the bottom like? The bottom, it's a little bit like a regular old shirt. Yeah, it's a regular shirt. It's tucked in because it's a mannequin, but it it, it is a little bit longer. It hits along the hip, which is great to pair with like leggings, your jeans. You wear a tank top underneath or a long sleeve shirt. Leave it open. Layer friendly, which we love for fall. Okay. Now you said these pants are better than leggings, which I kind of get because sometimes you don't want to put on those tight leggings. Yeah, sometimes you you don't want to be restricted. You want a little bit of movement range of motion. And these are really great. Our editor, Julie, found these because she was browsing through Amazon. She saw that these had 20,000 reviews and said, I have to check them out. And she took them to the Grand Canyon to go hiking over the summer. But these are also really great for just like running errands, everyday activity. They've got deep pockets. You can fit your phone and your wallet and keys. They've got the tapered legs, so they're going to stay put. And like you said, they're not as tight as your legging. They're a little bit roomier, but they feel just as nice and soft as yeah. your favorite legging. So this is a great alternative for a comfy, cozy look. Yeah, or yoga. I like yoga. I like yoga pants like that. Yeah, or even if you're like going out for a walk. Yes. Easy peasy. All right, now what the heck is this? Okay, so this is a fabric shaver. Now that we're all busting out our sweaters for the fall. Okay. You- don't throw away those sweaters that are pilling and have a oh, little yeah, bit of lint. And weird. Yeah, yeah, they're okay. a little bit weird. Don't throw them out. Here's an easy way to preserve their life okay. is with this fabric shaver from Conair. Super popular, and we love it because you can use it really on anything from a sweater to a pair of leggings. Can you show us? Yes, let me show you. It's so simple to use. I think we have a before and after of one of our producers who tried it, too. And it doesn't hurt the fabric? It doesn't hurt the fabric. It's really, Wow! Yeah, you could actually see the difference on that one. It's really good. Get rid of the lint, the fuzz, all that like. Huh. It's and it's just so easy and affordable. It is. Yeah. And eleven ninety seven. I know. I love using this too on like a upholstery too around the house. Oh, like on your fabric. couch or something. Yeah, oh. or like a pillow and stuff. Okay. Really easy way to refresh your fabrics. Okay. And speaking of easy crepe spray. I'm obsessed with this. I've like waxed on what about is- this forever. <laughs> this is to protect your shoes from water, like snow. And oh, a little okay. bit of my dirt, too. always look terrible by the yes, end of the These are Christmas. great, not just yeah. for your, uh, like, cheerling line boots, but also for leather canvas, your sneakers, yes. your leather boots that you're going to wear all fall long. This is great because you just spray it on. I will say spray it on outside is my number one tip because okay. it's very strong scent. But it's going to protect your shoes for about five to six weeks, according to the brand. So spray once and you don't have to spray every day or no, whatever. No, you don't have to oh. do it every day. You do this once a month. Here, I did it on one of my pair of boots. Literally ran it under the water so you guys could see how great it repels water. Oh, it really does. Yeah, it creates a hydrophobic layer around the boot, yeah. kind of like an invisible raincoat. Are you for spraying at close range like this? Or um, just like- I'd say like around like five inches away, okay. but get a good coating in. I yes. like to do two coats for okay. like the extra. And again, say for the, not going to change the color or anything. It's not going to change the color. It there, It is limited on fabric, so I would say check the label, but it's sure, canvas, yeah. leather, your typical boot fabrics. Okay. Yeah. 
Now, what do we have? Okay, we're going to refresh our beauty routine. Now, you've heard of retinol, which is an ingredient dermatologists swear by. And this kind of combines the best of both worlds with a retinol and an eye serum into a stick form. So this is what you're going to use under your eyes to help depuff, smooth the skin. And it's gentle enough for under eyes. It's gentle enough. The retinol is gentle enough to use under your eyes. I also really like it because it's moisturizing. Yeah. I mean, it's literally like a a serum and stick form. Oh, yeah. Okay. It feels like a little chapsticky kind of. Yeah. Exactly. And who doesn't like an easy hack for their beauty routine, right? Okay. Would you do that at night or or day? I would do it at night. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I've tried this before. This is a lip mask, right? This is a lip mask that you put on overnight, especially now when we're getting chapped lips, Mm -hmm. dry lips. But I also really like using it as a lip balm. Oh, Every day. It comes in this great little jar and a little bit goes a long way. So it is a little bit pricier from Tatcha. It's $29. Oh, yeah. But you're going to use a little bit and great get great results and it's going to last you all season long. Okay, great. Yeah. Perfect. And then I, I love how, is this still, are we still in beauty over here? Is, no, we're to, moving on to home. Okay, I was like, I okay. don't know how you put that on your face. Okay, okay home so improvement. This is home improvement. These are little sconces and they're really cool because you mount them onto the wall, totally wireless, and they've got a magnetic attachment for oh. the actual light. So this is great for accent lighting around the home in Cute. like hallways, bathrooms, by your nightstand. So then you take it off and charge it. You take it off and charge it. According to the brand, one charge will last you up to eight hours if you're if you have this on continuously. You can also put it on auto mode for oh. up to 30 days. The battery will last. Okay. Really cool for motion detection too, if you want that in your oh. bathroom, again, around the house. I personally love it because I can use this as a nightlight. Oh yeah. Take it off. Go around. Lightsaber. Lightsaber. Yeah. How yeah. You mount it. Is it difficult to um, mount? It's an adhesive strip. Oh, so, you can so use a command. easy. Yeah. Oh, so love easy. that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Leaf blower. My husband loves okay. leaf blower. This is awesome because it's under $35. Okay. And nobody wants to rake leaves these days. No. Right? Especially when you have people you coming over. You want to blow them into the neighbor's yard. No, I'm just kidding. No, don't blow them into I your can, neighbor's I yard. <laughs> but you can blow them onto your sidewalk, create a nice little easy pile. This is great because it's under $35. And Black & Decker says it reaches speeds up to 180 miles per hour with if you want to crank it on. Oh. Which can is we demo like, it? Or is like it a plugged hurricane. in? It's plugged in. You can try it. Oh I my mean, gosh. check wow. this out. Watch out, everyone standing yeah. over there. Total game changer. Wow. Do, it does all the chores for you. So okay. You don't have to do it. And cool. You don't have to rake the leaves this, this fall. Adriana, thank <laughs> you. That was fun. You have a little real variety there. I know. We, ha- we ran the gamut today. Yeah. So if you want to buy any of these items, you can scan the QR code or go to today.com slash shop. Today does earn a commission from purchases made through our links. We're back in a moment. This is Today on NBC. I love the heavy machinery, you know? Mr. Roker, I think we left just enough time to do some birthdays. Yeah, oh, always time for that. Let's bring on the newest batch of those smuckers jars and see who we got pasted on there. First up, we got a happy 105th birthday to Evelyn Gerard of Southington, Connecticut. Secret to her longevity? A glass of red wine. Ida Cox of Winterville, North Carolina is 100. A proud mom of 10. Loves mentoring her grandkids and great-grandkids. Happy 100th birthday to Tony Cugno, a retired engineer from Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. He says the secret to longevity? Always try to learn new things. Way to go. Fred Hoffman is from Maranek, New York, a Purple Heart veteran celebrating 100 years. We celebrate you for your service, sir. He and his wife love to hit the road, travel together, and their family can't get them to slow down. You guys keep on going. Heading out of Big Stone Gap, Virginia, Maxine Shelton, 102, getting the whole family together to honor her special day. We know it's going to be a great one. 
And last but certainly not least, happy 75th anniversary to Joe and Ann Bickler. Love birds from Fargo, North Dakota. You betcha. Their granddaughter says to this day they are the most in love couple she knows. That is sweet. 75 years. Wow. wow. By the way, today, the kids all trick-or-treated last night. We're, uh-huh. ha- we're having the kids pick out their 10 favorite pieces of candy. Yeah. And then the rest of the candy, local organizations have this. Uh, we're sending it to the troops overseas. Oh, fantastic. There's what a lo- great people, idea. People That's don't want to do that today. Yeah. yeah. There's I lots of those that. programs out there. It's okay, cool. cool. See you daily. Uh, don't go anywhere, folks. Third hour of today coming up in just a few minutes. We're going to catch up with Shaka Khan. Then we're going to catch up with LeVar Burton as well. And then on our fourth hour, music superstar Usher. Sure, we'll be here in studio. Yeah, we've got a lot to talk about.